welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast. I'm joined by Christian Dennis and Trevor Mikulin. I'm Scott Ayers. And guys, the Denver Nuggets are headed to the NBA Finals. Come on now! That was an amazing game. I can't believe that the Denver Nuggets slept the Lakers. They slept the Lakers! First time sweeping a team in their history. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I, I That feeling at halftime where you're down 15, LeBron has... 30 and you think I'm thinking to myself I'm like dude LeBron James is going to score 80 points for the next four games and we're going to lose this series because yeah, yeah, yeah. your brain just goes there when you're going against one of the greatest ever and to see the resilience in that second half the run in the third Jokic somehow not fouling out in this game and then a team that relies so heavy on their offense to go to the NBA finals based on their defense it's it's incredible to do it in LA in front of all those dumb celebrities. It just, there's something so fitting. Yeah, I don't know what I'm more happy about. The fact that the Nuggets are in the finals or the fact that the Lakers lost in the fashion they did to get swept. Yes. Which, someone did say that they, they were going to get steamrolled by the Nuggets. <laughs> Who said that? Uh, you guys are looking around. Uh, Remind me. Trevor. Trevor, I think it was you. It Thank was you. you. I'm just here to collect the flowers. Yeah. Thank you. Sorry, Thank we you. don't have flowers for you. No, no, no flowers, no, but okay. you did. Christian and I both said Nuggets and six. You know, because a lot of these, all these games were close. Yeah. And in my brain, oh, there's probably a couple that goes LA's way. Denver was just the more clutch team in every single game. It just came down to Denver being a better team. And it did. the more consistent team from start to finish uh, every game, first to fourth quarter. So, yeah, super excited. Jokic, awesome. He's brought your team to the NBA Finals. It's, what has Joel Embiid done? Dude, that's the, that's another thing, too. Like, this is legacy building for yeah. Jokic. He now is entering into another tier. If he then goes on to win a championship, he enters into another tier. The it's Dirk like, Nowinski tier. It's yeah. like a, a Mormon's vision of heaven. <laughs> there's different <laughs> different levels there are to different heaven. Levels. Just like there's different levels to superstardom in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there is. And <clears throat> that's a yeah. wild yes. comparison. But I... I'm so digging it. Um, and Jokic, yeah, even winning the Western Conference Finals, that already, like you said, it elevates him. You're able to get by Miami or Boston. Yeah. Now you're talking about a whole nother type of legacy. Um, yeah. And you have to take advantage of it because who knows how many times Denver is going to get here. Yep, and even just playing in the finals, it, it, you know, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. If they do go on to win, players like Jamal Murray like are going to benefit substantially from this. He already has because of his yeah. play in the playoffs. I could totally see him next season rolling in, having the hype clout around him. He plays pretty good. He makes an all-star game because of the uh, kind of reputation he is building for himself, um, and, he, and he continued that tonight. Going 0 for 4, Tonight from deep, still shooting 40% yeah. from three-point yeah. land in the whole series. Very that's, impressed That's by a great point. I mean, once a team makes it to a finals, their play after different seasons, are just different level. Because if you look at the Suns, you look at Booker. Ever since Booker made it to that finals, he's been a completely different player. Yeah. He's arguably the number one best shooting guard in the league. Um, and, and he played that, like a superstar in the playoffs. Exactly. Too. And that's what we're seeing with Jamal. We're seeing Jamal take that next level. 
And then it's just, it's just wild to actually see that a small market team yeah. Yeah. facing all these big market giants just absolutely slay them. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's, I think, the most satisfying thing in all of this. Obviously, you see your team go to the finals. That's number one. But then to do that in L.A. against the Lakers, against probably the most historic NBA franchise, one of the most historic franchises ever, and to sweep them on their home floor, it, it, there's just something poetic about it. It's, it. it's such a great feeling. And also credit Aaron Gordon, who he's now had to defend Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, Kevin Durant, <sighs> LeBron James, wow. a little bit of Anthony Davis, and he's probably going to get rewarded by guarding either most likely Jimmy Butler. Yeah. All of some of the best players in the playoffs, some of the best risers in the playoffs. And you know what? Aaron Gordon had 22 tonight. That He stepped up, and that's been the key for Denver in this postseason run. So they've had someone step up every game. So when someone says, yeah, well, KCP won't shoot like that again, guess what? Now it's Bruce Brown's night. Now it's Jamal. Now it's Aaron Gordon. It, mm-hmm. That's what's so different about Denver against your typical super team is they have – Jokic will always get his – They've now four or five guys that will still step up. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have been surprised. This may be kind of a crazy thing to say, but similar to the Iguodala Finals MVP, um, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if Aaron Gordon won Western Conference uh, Finals, Finals MVP, MVP just because of his consistency on defense and how important he has been to this playoff run. Yeah, which is hilarious. And Andy, you got something for me? Yeah, I mean, if we're on the topic about like Western Conference yeah, Finals, yeah, I, I MVP, like where you're going. We, we kind of talked about this before the show. I think Jamal Murray deserved it. Like, you know, no disrespect to Jokic, like a phenomenal play this series and did like really well. And the team definitely needed him. But man, Jamal Murray, dude, that offensive power that he just was able to spark up for this series was awesome. And it's something that like, I personally, if I'm giving the award, I'm awarding that. Yeah. I love that. I love that take And games two and three are probably not one without Jamal because mm-hmm. the, the fourth quarter against, or that fourth quarter in game two where, I mean, he was he was a man possessed. He couldn't make anything the first three quarters. And then it's like, oh, he's not going to miss. He's going to shoot over Anthony Davis and make it. And then in game three, he starts off with 20 points in the first half or 30 points in the first half. And you're like, whoa, this guy's insane. Yeah, the Jokic-Murray pick and roll action has got to be like so efficient and and one of the highest rated actions uh, specifically in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and what's crazy in game three, too, is you hear pick and roll and you think Jokic is always setting the screen. There were a lot of times late in game three, Jamal Murray is setting a screen <laughs> for Jokic. Jokic is then driving, finding Murray. It was a pass to Murray layup. Next play is a Jokic drive, kick out, MPJ open three. Well, what's wild too is even in game four, they were running like a dual screen action for Jokic. Yes. Like they were setting picks so that Jokic could yeah. go get the ball. Well, I, literally, literally tonight, late in the game, it was in the fourth quarter, two minutes left maybe, and... Jokic has the ball. Jamal goes up to set a screen. There's AD and Braun as the defenders. Um, I can't really remember the move exactly, but Jokic faked out LeBron, then yes. goes to the lane. He got fouled, but it was it was. I, it, awesome. I stood up off my couch and I'm like, oh my gosh, like that was amazing, dude. It was unbelievable. And Jokic not only did he have the most 
circus shot. I think it was oh, dude. like a step back off one foot with Anthony Davis in your face. And you're like, dude, Larry this Bird. sucks. Yeah, he shot that ball so far behind his head that I turned to Trevor. I'm like, dude, that was like Larry Bird. It literally right was Larry Bird's yeah. shot stroke. It and, and it was cash. He tried it again later where <laughs> way more off balance at the top of the shot clock. I was like, yeah, we'll want that one back. Yeah. But then... You know, it's not going to be talked about. It'll be the defense, obviously. But it was Jokic who had the game-winning basket with, like, 30 seconds left where AD's playing physical defense. He knows it's one-on-one. He's like, you know what? This didn't work in game one. It's not going to work now. You're trying to defend me one-on-one. Goes by what everyone was saying was the best defender in the playoffs. How do you think he would have said that, though, as Jokic? You cannot guard me, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Brother, I played in Serbia. (laughs) This is for my horses. (laughs) For Gallup. For Gallup. My horse. (laughs) What else would be Gallup named after? (laughs) (laughs) You could have named his daughter Gallup. (laughs) Gallup, get over here. It's time for school. (laughs) Do you think he talks smack? Like what? And, and I it, think him saying "brother" is him talking smack. Brother? Yeah. Yeah. He says "brother" all the time. Oh, like, wow. there's a clip. Gobert a couple of years ago. It's one-on-one coverage, and Gobert's like, "I got him," and Jokic was like, "Brother, I've got 47." <laughs> <laughs> like, that's awesome. So, yeah. Oh, and what in clean. game three and four? There were a couple things that I haven't really seen from Jokic since, like, really the bubble, and it's just like this excited emotion, you know, that you usually see after a guy makes a three to, like, go up five, like, with six minutes left. It was like, oh, this dude, he doesn't show it a ton, but when he shows emotion, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm glad he's on my team. Yeah, in the fourth quarter, he made a great pass to AD, yeah, a, yeah. A, AG, Aaron Gordon, and he got a, got the end one, and yeah. uh, he turns around, he's screaming. Oh! It's Serbian. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he was screaming in Serbian. And... I absolutely love Jokic. He's he's he will go down as most likely my favorite Denver athlete. But there are times where these ESPN reporters are asking him questions. I'm like, dude, can we let's have Jamal like interpreter? <laughs> he needs a personal interpreter. I'm, like, I'm sitting there listening for five, for I don't know a minute, sixty seconds straight. And I don't know what he said. Yeah, and I like list, Luckily, when you listen to him enough, you're like, okay, I'm picking up. But I'm like. Man, it's, and they're asking him, like, all right, tell me the algorithm of the Pythagorean theorem. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> we got to stop doing that, please. You got to stop. But, uh, yeah, the Denver Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals, um, which is shocking. Um, and they'll most likely play either a three seed or the team who's up 3-0, the eight seed in the Miami Heat. Which is just an incredible run for the Miami Heat. I mean... The fact that they almost lost to the Bulls. They were down fourth in the fourth quarter in the play-in and came back and won. And then they've just been psycho ever since. And Jimmy Butler is literally the reincarnation of Michael Jordan. I don't know how many times we have to say it on the podcast, but Jimmy Butler is Michael Jordan's son. We don't need to we don't need any no more tests. facts. No test. It's it's proven. Small ball has approved that he is the son of Michael Jordan. Yeah. And the fact that we're going to see them most likely playing the Nuggets is such an interesting finals. Like, for a, yeah. for a basketball person, I love this. For a basketball sicko, this is awesome. You are for, sick. For all the, the media people out there, they're probably crying because it's not Lakers. 
and Celtics. And, you know, we were talking about this before the show, and Andy made up a, a good point here. In L.A. right now, there is a writer's strike. Oh. And the NBA script writers are on strike. And you know what happens? What happened? Nuggets heat. Nice. Wow. So the Nuggets beat the NBA script writers. Adam Silver sitting in his office just. <laughs> He's just pouting. Whiskey on the rocks. <laughs> I, I mean, they have to be mortified that a seven-foot Serbian <laughs> who does not give a rat's about any sort of endorsement or any sort of network programming they do is going to the finals against a team who's literally like, yeah, we do not care if we sucked all year. We are now going to be incredible. And half of this team, you did not, you did not know who we were until, you know, eight hours ago. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. And Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, all of those guys have been phenomenal. They're shooting over 50% from three. And I'm thinking to myself, this is just going to keep going. Like, they're, they're not going to stop making threes. It's unbelievable. The, the person on the other side, if I'm a Nuggets fan looking at the heat and I'm most nervous about, it's head coach Eric Spolstra. Oh, yeah. He's been there. He's done that. Uh, the heat culture, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's due to him because of him and who he is and what he instills in his guys. So Eric Spolstra is the, the guy, the key for the heat, honestly. Yeah, that coaching battle is going to be very intriguing. Yeah. Um, Matchup-wise, like if you look at matchup-wise game 57 in the NBA season and you looked at each starting five, you're like, oh, this is, this is Denver's game. Like this is going to be so easy. But it's, it's so much different that when it's the NBA Finals because everyone's game is elevated. Mm-hmm. And the Heat, they have so many guys who, like Duncan Robinson was nowhere to be found for just about all 82 games. And now <laughs> he's a key contributor. And it's yeah. not like, oh, it's Duncan Robinson. I watched him blow by Grant Williams. It looked like if producer Andy was trying to guard me. <laughs> blow by Wait. him. Huh? Full speed ahead. Put one on his Are you again. saying that Andy can't guard you? I'm saying producer Andy cannot guard me like Grant Williams <laughs> cannot guard Duncan Robinson. Okay. All right. Wow. Nah, I need to defend myself. I play <laughs> phenomenal defense. Offense? Nah. I don't know about that. We'll have to set up a matchup. Yeah, yeah we have one to. One-on-one matchup? Yeah. Time. Winner will determine the winner. We'll go IG live. Yeah, yeah. That's. A, yeah. Gosh, that would be some of the worst basketball <laughs> ever. I mean, I was, I, I was actually watching. I was in in the archives, okay, looking at old videos, and I found a video of you, Scott. My airballed layup. No, 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 no. You made the shot, and but it was just funny because, like, I don't know. It was just it was just great to watch. You were shirtless. You made the shot. Everyone's screaming in the gym as you run back down. It was awesome. It's like watching a wet spaghetti noodle try to maneuver <laughs> its way through things. Um, but. Yeah, so that small ball, we'll play basketball over the summer, and we'll we'll, we'll do some video content with people, that. People will be dying they'll, to see that. They'll be, but I, really quick, too. When we recorded our show on Monday, yeah. both series were 0-0. Zero, zero. Mm-hmm. And if you were to tell me the Nuggets would be already done with theirs, and the Heat are a game away up 3-0 after crushing the Celtics, I'd be like, there's no way. There's no way both series are going 4-0. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. I remember thinking to myself, okay, we'll probably like, uh, you know, it'll be even at this point. And then also yeah. just the fact that it's the two 
seemingly from the media's perspective, underdogs. Yeah. You got the Nuggets who swept and then the Heat definitely are underdogs being the eighth seed playing against the, the third seed Celtics. It's been awesome. I'm not going to lie. Like as much as I would love to see the Nuggets win for Jokic, for, for Scott's sake, the Heat story of them being the eighth seed and Jimmy Butler going nuclear that's kind of a sick story to see oh, if they end up winning the final. Both stories are great. Yeah, they're both, both great. If if the Heat do win, though, it's going to be zero dark 30 for me for about <laughs> like probably a month and a half, two months. <laughs> you go to your first ever NBA Finals and you lose to the eight seed, which obviously it's a great eight seed, but you look at it 10 years like later and you're like, I can't believe we lost to an eight seed. That hurts so bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, this this is going to be a very interesting finals. I'm excited to see. It's going to be funny to come over here to watch games, and you know I'll be watching the game with Trevor in the living room, and then I hear Scott in his bedroom. Come on, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, the show, I, we haven't talked about this on the show, but Scott doesn't watch games in the living room or with us with anyone because he gets too wrapped up into the game and he's screaming. He just, he, it's a side that he doesn't want to reveal to people. Also, we got to mention the fact that Scott doesn't watch the game on TV. He watches it on his phone because it's a little bit ahead. Of- it's literally like three seconds ahead. So we're watching Christian and I, and tonight we're just sitting there watching the game. It's like, you know, maybe they're coming back on the court from a timeout and we have, we hear Scott screaming, play defense. Come on. <laughs> And then, two, and then two seconds later, we see they're playing defense. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's probably one of my darker trades, but I'm literally, I just, I get so worked up. 8 a.m. this morning, I, I mean, I wake up early on games because I'm like, 6 a.m., I'm like, oh, the Nuggets play today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 8 a.m., I'm sitting at work, and all I can think about, I'm like, is Aaron Gordon going to be able to stop LeBron James? <laughs> <laughs> and so we finally get to the game. And I'm watching the game. I'm like, I can't. I put on my phone. I'm like, all right. So that way, if it gets upsetting, I put my phone down for a second. I'm like, I'm not going to watch. Pick up my phone again and start <laughs> watching it. It's, I mean, it's a real trait, though, um, especially in the playoffs. Uh, I, I just, it's, it's so, and we're up 3-0. And I'm like, guys, I can't watch with you. Um, my girlfriend saw me watch the game for the first time. And she said, honestly, not bad, except for my swearing. I need to work on my swearing. Yeah. Yeah, and then that one gesture you did at the screen. I, I do one gesture for our fans. Um, there, there's a certain finger I use, um, but instead I'll give you I'll go, instead of going boo screw you Lakers. <laughs> imagine me doing that, but instead of a screw, it's the effort. And it's like when they get a close up on LeBron as he's walking down screw the court. Screw you, LeBron! Boo! Scott gets up to the screen and he's just screaming at it. It's the and best. it's and it's everyone. I actually love LeBron. It's any player, but I get up to the screen. You suck, suck my butthole. <laughs> you love LeBron. I'm a big LeBron guy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It, yeah. If he was on a small ball team, I'd be like obsessed. The Cavs. Yeah, like the Cavs. Huh. Huh. Yeah. The more you know. The more you know. That's how I watch my basketball games. Um, anything else we want to add? This We're recording this show well, late. We, yeah, this is a late night. This is the first time we've ever done a recording after a game. So yeah. we're at this moment in time, we're relevant. Yeah. We're so relevant. We're so you're late. listening to this Tuesday morning on your way to work, and you're like, wow, they're up to date. Yeah, Which that's is a great sick. point. That is a great yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, maybe we, we should do this more. <laughs> yeah. 
shit. As the season is like over. <laughs> yeah, we, fought, we come to our <laughs> biggest conclusion. We're like, wait a second. There's something to this. <laughs> the small ball script writers just gave us the best script yet. <laughs> Recording after games means we're up to date. Rather than like, I think this is what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. People are listening. And it's then, like, And then they listen the next day and it's like, we're predicting a game that's already <laughs> ended. It's just stupid. <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, you know, that's what a year of podcasting Oh, wait, this is our year episode. This is our year, one year episode. <laughs> Hold on, this is our year episode. We forgot. This is what literally marks one year since we started episode one. We, we celebrated more that we had our 50th our episode 50th. than the fact that we've been podcasting Oh, my gosh. How we did we forget? We've got to do something next week. We... We talked all week. What are we gonna what do? We gonna do? We're gonna forget. We're no. doing it now. What We're we doing, doing it now. We do it live. Andy, what do you got? You got something? Yeah, I mean, me and Christian kind of talked about it earlier today, and we were like, "Man, we wonder what Scott has planned for the year." Because <laughs> we okay, because we could have done it last week. It kind of made sense. This week made more sense. So we we're like, "Should we do the the year episode celebration next last week?" And Scott's like, "No, it Let's needs to be this big thing." Week planning, <laughs> week long planning, and then the Nuggets happening, and that was my life. That's true. The Nuggets. The Nuggets. Hand up, that's on me. That's amazing, dude. You're wow. Celebration. I'm going to have stuff planned for next week, and it's going to be the worst because you, it's going to be the one year and one week show. There's no and it's way. Gonna be, There's no chance you're going to have anything. And you're it's going to be like anything. it's going to be trivia. <laughs> oh, dude, trivia finals. Trivia? I won't even be here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. That's right, Christian. You have a big, uh, big day, big weekend yeah. coming up. Some might say the biggest day of my life. Oh. Yeah. Until the Kings won a title. <laughs> Is it your birthday? I, Janelle's probably not listening. Is it your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our Christian, uh, small ball legend, Christian Dennis, is Yum. he's getting married. Yep. Getting locked up. <laughs> but I'm happy to be locked up. Locked up for life, baby. Yeah. No, I'm super excited. It's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be a wild dance floor. That's all I can say. Yeah, the wedding is going to be fun. It's exciting stuff. So yeah. it's a year episode. Nuggets win. Christian's getting married. Victor Wenemiemba. <laughs> Gosh, dude. <laughs> to the Spurs. To the Spurs. We haven't, we haven't it's talked about that. It's been a year. You can't get his name right. It's been a year. Wembenyama. Wembenyama. That's what I just said. No, yeah, said it, yeah, no. You said Wembenyama. I'll give it to you. Wembenyama. Yep. It's it's sure like banking. We need to get good. we need to get Trevor hooked on phonics. Ooh, yeah. I'm glad Trevor's the pronunciation guy now and not me. Well, okay, we did we did a practice at this point, guys. I you know, who's it's, still it's listening? It's the one year. No, no one's listening. Everyone. The, the listening. only listener that's probably still playing is uh my mom. No, my brother listens. My buddy Brendan. And anyone shout out Brendan Kihara. Shout out. What a, and we shout out Maddie Paulson. She's also yeah. And shout listening. out Riley Dennis. Um, I, I feel like we have a lot of listeners. All these, all <laughs> at these, least five. At least yeah. five. All and these, that's including us four. You guys <laughs> should send this pod to your friends. Just be like, hey, you should check out this pod. I just got shout out. Yeah, just out wait, on. wait, listen to the end of the pod. <laughs> yeah, like it's so good through and. Through. And I'm running a theory. I don't know if it's true or not. I don't think any of these people own a television. And that's why they listen to our podcast. Really? That's my guess. Okay. I mean, for all I know, all my brother does is work. Mm-hmm. See? So. They work and they listen to the pod. What if, what if, 
There was some kind of sharing uh, pyramid scheme type thing oh. that we could like That's send this to three friends. Or you'll die. Oh, yeah. Oh. It would be one of those like social yeah. media gimmicks. That's good. No, I like that. Yeah. We could think it's something like, up. Share yeah. this. If you share this with 10 people and you have them subscribe and rate five stars, you get win. to go up in a tier yeah. in Mormon heaven. Tier system. <laughs> Full circle. Full circle. Yeah. Tier in Mormon heaven. You also had another point, or did we distract you from that point? No, I did have another point, but I you literally. Did you said Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. Spurs. But we never, we haven't talked yeah, yeah, about, let's talk like about that. I'll think about what I was going to say. It wasn't that, but yeah, Victor to the Spurs. Yeah. So Victor um, is going to the Spurs. The Hornets are getting the second pick. The Blazers are getting the third pick. So those are the two or the three teams that um, are getting the top three talent. That's this draft is like pretty good. Obviously, Victor's the number one, and then it goes to Scoot. And people are starting to include Brandon Miller in that conversation. I've seen his name a two. lot. Yeah. Um, but to me, I think Scoot Henderson is a clear-cut number two. And if I'm the Hornets, I'm taking Scoot because I love the idea of Scoot and LaMelo together. And people are like, but that he's a point guard. That's two guards. I'm like, well, they're playing Terry Rozier. That, we exactly, got to ship Terry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Get rid of Terry, get man. Get him out of town. We got to get that guy out of there. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, that's going to be really exciting. I'm not surprised that the Spurs got the first pick. Yeah, you talk about the Riders and... They, I mean, weren't, on, they weren't on strike yet. Yeah, no, I don't think no they way. were on strike last week. If you talk about Riders and, and NBA rig... Um, that was probably the last day they were getting paid. Yeah, if you think about it. The, the teams that could have, you know, the top five teams or the five worst teams, the best lottery odds, the team that you would want Victor to go to is the San Antonio Spurs. For yeah. Victor, the team he would want to go to, the San Antonio Spurs. He's from France. Tony Parker, Boris Diaw, legends. These guys are huge in France. And, yeah, I just think that that, the place that Victor would make the NBA the most money, San Antonio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but you know what? That's just, I'm not a big conspiracy guy. The ping pong balls fell, but this did, this reminds me just talking through the conspiracy stuff. Yeah. You had a great question. You were like, why don't we bring the ping pong balls on stage bring and we stage. do it right there? Yeah, there's a ton of NBA sickos that want to watch the entire process. Yes. And then that would just eliminates any conversation of this is rigged. Yeah. It's like, my Why don't well. they? What, why is it a closed room? It doesn't need to be. No. And they always bring an outside agency to kind of mm. watch. They should have small ball do it. Us, us three. <laughs> us three. Just, I don't even know. Is it kind of like a lottery ball? We would just, it'd be like... All right. <laughs> Put it in the hat. All right. <laughs> With the first pick. Hey, don't look at the hat, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what we would do. It would yeah. be so pathetic. Scott has all the Knicks, Lakers, Boston, all this, all the big market teams. We threw them in the garbage. Yeah, yeah we, th we threw them <laughs> away. No, we freeze them so he knows like, oh, if it's yeah, cold, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. big market. Yeah, it's, oh. Wow. Have you done this before? No, that's what happened. That's the Knicks cons uh, conspiracy oh. when they drafted Patrick Ewing. Yeah. They like... He, David, David Stern, Stern like reaches in, he's like feels the cold one, and then he like doesn't pick it till it's the last one. Wow, I yeah. believe it. I I would believe it. Yeah, Google it, YouTube well, it. You'll, Stern you'll find it. denied that to 
dude till the day he died you know hey rest in peace to david stern you did a lot of great things for the league Kept the Kings in Sacramento. That's probably your number one accomplishment. But, man, did you run a rigged league. It was insane. Yeah, it it was. But I think it's like, at this point, if they were to get caught. Oh. Oh, dude, it would be. Uh, it'd be totally different. Then. Yeah. Every NBA team that did not benefit from the rigging would sue. Oh, yep. they would. Yeah. 100%. There's so much money involved at this point. So yeah, if if a team was caught doing, if the league was caught doing that, not only would those teams sue, the amount of fans you would lose as a league, NBA would live, but it would be a shell. Like you would lose. It's the WWE. Yeah, yeah, it would it it would it would have its WWE fans, but dude, I I would if if the NBA was came out. Tomorrow and they're like, "Hey, it's rigged." I'm like, "I'm never watching the NBA again." Yeah. You know, I would I never think watch. I would still again. watch. I would never watch again. I would still watch because it depends on what they own up to. If they're like, "Yeah, you know, we rigged that Lakers King series," then I'd be like, "Thank you." Like that's sure. all I've been wanting yeah. to say. I mean, it's more so like if they came out and was like, "Hey, like," or uh, Woj is like breaking. It turns out Adam Silver did everything in his power to. Get the Lakers to win, or blah blah blah. I'd be like, whoa, uh, it because no other league would. How would that affect LeBron's legacy? It would. <laughs> that's actually, there's a couple of people who listen to the show who have begged for that. This is their legacy game to see if they've made it this long in the pod. Because <laughs> if they don't, we're never doing that reference ever again. No, never. So, um, and they won't. They they won't. They won't. No. We're just talking to ourselves right now. <laughs> We're just having a conversation. <laughs> this is getting along. No one is at this point of and the show. The best part is the last few pods, people are like, that was actually really good. Yeah, like we've been getting tons <laughs> of compliments. We're doing our best podcasting right now. <laughs> yeah. No we were peaking. We're like the heat. We've we're, been like uh, all season and then we barely squeaked into the playoffs and <laughs> now we're Ballin'. We've peaked at the right time. Andy comes back. Yeah. He's our Duncan Robinson. Yeah. Or our Grant Williams, depending on who you're asking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Well. So shout out to the Spurs. Shout, final thing, LeBron James in the press conference said the Denver Nuggets is the best team he's ever faced in a, a L.A. Lakers jersey. That was the best team he's ever played against. I need to think about that. Well, they beat the Heat in the finals in the bubble. And then the Lakers were irrelevant for two years. And then, yeah. they, lost. And then they played the Grizzlies. The Warriors and the Nuggets. Yeah, I mean, that's essentially the first time he's lost as a Laker in the playoffs. Yeah. So that's very fair to say. Yeah, yeah. that's a fair thing to say. Love that. Love hearing that. Andy, we've got a video from Matt G. So our producer... This actually... This is the worst part of the show. Yeah. For the last, like, five months, we talked about sending Matt to Oklahoma City. Ticket booked. Trip was supposed to be either today or yesterday. And what is it? He got really sick? He, I think he's in Oklahoma. He's in Tulsa right now. And today, he was supposed to go to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Wow. As, like, just for fun. And he got the sick. Show. Yeah, of course. He's going there on vacation. Mm-hmm. And the one day that we need him to go for the show, he's sick. Yeah. 
He's playing hooky. <coughs> but he did provide us a video for Matt's Fun Facts with Matt. Wow. I'm going to play it right now. Hey, guys. This is Matt uh, reporting from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Sadly, I was not able to go to OKC the other day. I ended up getting sick, so didn't want to, you know, get a fan sick. Um, <laughs> although I couldn't go to OKC, um, I did want to, you know, share some fun facts with Matt with you. Um, so, you know, the th- sad things last season for the Thunder, you know, they weren't number one in their division, um, but they, uh, they were number one in obesity, which is, um, you know, it's number one for is something. Um but, you know, good luck to OKC. Oh, guys, sorry. Breaking news, hot off the press. Um, yeah, actually it looks like uh, number four. Uh, West Virginia took the seat for number one. So, um, sorry to OKC. What? Uh, keep trying, okay? You can get number one one day. All right. See you guys. Oh, for obesity. Yeah, so oh. instead of them being number one in obesity, they just got passed by West Virginia oh, and wow. dropped to fourth. Oh, so, hey, wow. they're rising. Some could say that's improvement. Some could say that's losing. Yeah. Ooh. Sounds like a decline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they need to step their game up. Mm-hmm. They were number one and they lost their ranking. To West Virginia? Yeah. It's hey, West Virginia state. is for lovers. Almost heaven. <laughs> West Virginia. <laughs> oh, you couldn't hold that back. For I much couldn't. Longer. No, no one else is going to sing along. Um, well, I none of us had watched that before. That was that was why we hired Matt and sent him to Oklahoma. And yeah, <laughs> that's what the whole trip was for. That video couldn't really couldn't hear half a little bit because the printer, but. <laughs> going on he he goes to the one place in his house where there's just a ton of noise (laughs) (laughs) might as well go to kinkos man yeah Yeah, he's our producer and he provides that what an absolute choke job (laughs) (laughs) this one shot he can't go to oklahoma city and then he does it in the loudest room (laughs) just really dropping the ball yeah Give me a break, man. <laughs> that is the last trip we sent Matt on. No. Now, we're going to have to do it ourselves, I think. But, wow. We this love was, him, though. We we love you, Matt. And yeah. hopefully you'll be back next week. What are you doing with Trey Young there? Just moving him. Continue. <laughs> hopefully what? I just I get mesmerized <laughs> every time you get near Trey Young. Whether you're talking or you're touching, it's... It's always something with you. Pause. We have a the Spotify listeners. We have a Trey Young uh, figurine at our desk. Anyways, yeah, our Spotify listeners have to hate us because there's so many times <laughs> where we're talking about, like, oh, dude, that's so funny, the, and they're just listening, like, what the hell is going on? As they, as they stare at their wall, yeah. yeah, they're just blankly looking. I'm like, where's Trey Young? I don't. Know. <laughs> is it a real Trey Young? Um, <sighs> we gotta get Trey Young on the show, man. Oh. That's like our. That's like our our, our uh, Moby our Dick. If you know, that's our whale. It's our blue whale. If our you, magnum opus. Yeah. If you know Trey Young, um, just send him our way. Yeah, I'm please. begging you. There would be nothing funny. What would we? What would we talk about with Trey? Like, how would we relate to it him? It wouldn't even be a Zoom. I want him in this living room. <laughs> well, we're like similar height. 
to Trey Young, so that's one way we can relate. <clears throat> but I just imagine like like what it's like, dude. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, hey Trey, thanks for coming on the pod. I think thanks we'd be like, me. hey Trey, we have developed a kingdom, <laughs> yeah, of small market players. Can you confirm it or deny these guys? And give us one player that you would add to yeah. the kingdom. And where do you see yourself? And where do you see yourself? Do you where, see? where do you want to be? Yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years in our kingdom? In our small ball. Oh, that's really nice. Because think about it. You know, once we start really interviewing all the NBA players, yeah. our kingdom starts to get established because they are putting someone in our kingdom. That's so right. good. That's so Oh, good. that could be fun. Like, he's like, he <laughs> picks where he is and then he anoints someone yeah. to mm. be in the kingdom. Maybe like, uh, imp- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, when you're like, a you got it. Your mentor Air? and you have your apprentice. Mm. Do you think he would like want to be like my mistress in the kingdom? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. You guys just make jokes about how I like Trey Young a lot. <laughs> Is it a? <laughs> All right, it's Wait. official. We have added a new member to our small ball kingdom with King Mike Conley at the helm. There's a. Damsel in distress, <laughs> but it's Trevor's mistress no, no, no. in distress. Let's just call him the town mistress. It's the town. Oh, what? Nope, no, that is no. your mistress. He is, he is the damsel in distress. What the? He is Trevor's mistress. My biggest question. I have my foot in my mouth right my now. My biggest I question should. here is how can he be your mistress if you don't have a missus? Oh. Yeah, that's a good point, dude. At this point, it's it's, it's just your booting. Yeah, he's yeah. your. Da- <laughs> he is quite literally your damsel. Oh man! Wow, that I, is I have awesome. My foot he's in just my mouth. got his hair out the window like Rapunzel, and yeah, yeah. his three strands his of hair. hair. Which I stand with you, Trey. You I, know what I, this? The, uh, this is a verbal, real verbal meme. Is that picture of Trey Young when he's like hat backwards and he's shirtless? <laughs> and he's, like, he's like staring at the camera with his lip bite. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing as your damsel. <laughs> oh, wow, good man, that's awesome. All right, well, that wraps up our show. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> that's that's a great place to conclude it. The Denver Nuggets are heading to the Western or to the NBA Finals, first time wow. ever, and you're hearing that on the Small Ball Podcast. For our great producer, Andy, and the smart Trevor Mikulin, and the wise Christian Dennis, I'm Scott Ayers. We say so long for now, and we will see you next week. Servia, this is for you. Happy birthday, small ball. <laughs> <laughs>